Welcome to the interview chair. My name is Jimmy Casas and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the interview chair. You are genuine, sincere, and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Welcome to episode 31 of the interview chair. Positive energy equals synergy. Hey, look, before we get started today, I want to remind our listeners that I am going to be hosting a two-day in-person workshop in Chicago, Illinois on October 24th and 25th. We know that a leader's most important role is to hire the best people. But who's equipping you with effective processes that will ensure positive results and improve the overall culture of the campus? My friends, we cannot leave this to chance. We know that every bad hire causes us to go backwards. We hurt our morale, we hurt our culture, and we hurt our students. But we also lose valuable resources and time managing people we should not have hired in the first place. But what if you had a proven framework to get better results? So again, I hope you'll consider joining me in, in Chicago on October 24th and 25th. You will walk out of there with processes for posting positions and utilizing interview screeners. We'll also give you um, or show you ways to develop an interview structure and select interview team members effectively. How to provide formula and formulate interview questions and how to select a candidate at the end and what does that post-interview communication look like. So remember, early bird registration ends September 1st, so I hope you'll consider joining me in Chicago. Uh, contact me uh, on my website at jimmycasas.com forward slash contact. Reach out. We'll send you the link for registration or you can certainly reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook. Shoot me a DM message and we will take care of you. All right, let's get back to today's episode. It's August, my friends, and August signifies a new beginning, a fresh start to the school year, and for some, maybe even a newfound hope to erase the memories of an exhausting and stressful end to last year. You're ready to bring a certain energy, a level of enthusiasm and readiness to make an impact in the life of a child. I can feel it. You got this. But I'm also guessing that some of you went out and purchased a new outfit for the first day of school or, who knows, maybe laid out your clothes last night and then mumbled to yourself that you had nothing to wear, all because you wanted to bring your very best self to the kids whose lives you aim to impact. However, any educator who has served in this profession for more than one year can tell you that there are ebbs and flows, a certain rhythm to the cycle of a school year that will take you on a journey of ups and downs from August until May, or June for some of you. There isn't a day that goes by in the work of an educator that is free of challenges. We know this. The never-ending stream of problems that flows across our paths during the course of a year can leave even the most positive and passionate teacher and leader exhausted and depleted. It's easy to get sucked into the minutiae of the daily grind and fall into the trap of dealing with trivial things that drain our energy and overfill our plates. 
So what can you do to provide yourself with a little bit of reprieve and stay fresh and energized? Scrape off a few things off your plate and shift your focus. Consider a new perspective on how others see you and how your attitude impacts your students, your staff, and your members of your community. Are you offering energy and hope to others? When you realize how your attitude and action set an example and affects others, you might just decide to change the way you think, the way you dream, the way you plan, and hopefully the way you act. So reflect on the following thoughts to help keep things in perspective. Reflect versus deflect. At the heart of every problem is a conversation to be had. And as educators, you cannot fall into the trap of deflecting conversations about concerns or issues that are brought to your attention. I believe problems can be resolved when each person is willing to listen and reflect on what is really being said by the other. It's when we take time to pause and reflect that we truly grow as problem solvers. Reinvest versus invest. Take time to reinvest in your veteran staff members. It's easy to get so caught up in the excitement of investing in new teachers that the professional development needs of veteran teachers get forgotten. If you're a school leader, be intentional about tapping into the years of valuable experience, knowledge, and wisdom that can be passed on from one generation of teachers to the next. At the same time, be intentional about providing meaningful, ongoing professional development opportunities for your seasoned teachers. If you are a teacher, make the commitment to never stop investing in your own learning and sharing your learning with others at every level within your organization. I was recently doing a workshop here at a school when some of the members of the teaching staff were complaining about the professional development opportunities that were given to them and how they were a waste of time. And I did ask him, what if you went back to the interview chair and, and I asked you, what are the things that you're doing in your classroom to provide professional learning opportunities for your students? And how would your students see that? See, I think sometimes it's easy for us to go to the perimeter and blame others for well, let's just say the, uh, the ineffectiveness of our professional learning opportunities. But in a system, we will look at our own system within that system and ask ourselves, well, listen, am I conducting professional learning opportunities for my students? And if I'm not, well, then maybe I shouldn't be complaining about the professional learning opportunities that I'm receiving as a teacher. It's important to remember, my friends, that we're all responsible for the culture and climate of an organization. So let's stay off the perimeter. And let's look and reflect on our own behavior first before we look at others. Aspire versus inspire. You can't inspire your students and colleagues to be great if you are not aspiring for greatness yourself. You must aspire so you can inspire. And that doesn't mean you won't ever fall short of your goals. It means you're willing to be courageous and vulnerable in order to make an impact. You set the example. Model the kind of attitudes and behaviors you hope to inspire in others. Act versus react. The surest way to lose your students and colleagues' confidence is by failing to act. Fear of making the wrong decision often keeps people from making any decision. And the irony is that by not deciding, you are actually making a decision. The decision to not act. That indecision and inaction then thrust you into reaction mode which can create a feeling of frustration on the part of your students and colleagues. If indecision and inaction become your pattern, 
It will damage your credibility as an effective teacher or leader. There's nothing wrong with doing your due diligence and gathering information before you make a decision. I actually would recommend it. But then take action on what you learn so you aren't forced into a position where you have to react. Overall, educators feel a tremendous moral obligation to work until the work is done, whether we're grading papers or responding to emails or contacting parents. We worry about what others will think about the quality of our work or whether we are the right person for the job. We make assumptions that others are speaking poorly about us, and those negative thoughts mess with our heads. But to eliminate negative energy and increase positive energy and synergy in our schools, we must be intentional about our mindsets and attitudes. That means we must stop worrying about others' attitudes and expectations and focus on our own mindsets and behaviors and how they affect others. In doing so, we have the power to improve how we feel, which is an impact on the way we act and how those around us act as well. I believe that we're all responsible for our own morale. We shouldn't allow other people to live rent-free in our heads. So remember, every day that we walk into our schools, we are entrusted with the responsibility and gift of making a difference in our students' lives. We must be prepared to face the challenges, accept failures, honor successes, and take time to recognize that no single success or misstep is a final destination. As teachers and leaders, we must serve as the barometer for our schools. By taking the time to listen and self-reflect on the words of others, we continue to shape our own inner core values and strengthen our belief system, which guides us in our daily work with students and staff. And if we want to change our relationships with others for the better, then we must be willing to take the time to reflect and then change the way we manage those conversations and interactions. By doing so, we can leave a positive mark on those who, with whom we come in contact every day. It doesn't cost a penny, not a penny, to reach out and greet someone with a friendly smile, to strive to lift someone's spirits with a sincere compliment, support others with a heartfelt hug, or jolt those who are in dire straits with a blast of positive energy to help them get through the rest of the day. So what are you waiting for? All it takes is one simple interaction at a time to start a ripple effect that can change the trajectory of a day for a student or a colleague. My friends, it is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair. Because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you. Be sure to check out my website at jimmycostas.com backslash the interview chair for links, resources, and show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Casas underscore Jimmy. If you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast to ensure you never miss an episode.